playing with these words, something like a magician. Wave my hand and camouflage into a magician. Zition, 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 zition. According to predictions, I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician According to predictions, I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician Humanity needs an intervention, I'm on a mission Consciousness coming from another dimension The things that I mention, take your mental body through ascension You can spend your time and pay attention The currency breaking, breaking on us to get dementia Overstimulating the mind so we won't listen Playing with the words, something like a magician with my hand and come and into a musician Vision that I mention Take your mental body through ascension Since you spend the time, pay attention Ladies and gentlemen, how are y'all ladies and gentlemen out there doing? My kings and queens, how are y'all doing? I hope y'all having a wonderful day. Hope you did something productive. Hope you did not just go and work for someone else and did not make any time for yourself to advance your dreams, your passions, your aspirations. You know, what are you doing every day to get one step closer to your vision? Do you still have a vision? That's a question that you should be asking yourself. You know, um, now I know a lot of people as they get older, they start their own families and, um, and then that vision starts to turn into a fog and eventually you just say, you know what, I'm not going through this fog anymore. I'm just going to look at this person's vision and just go with that, you know, so sometimes we can, um, we can forfeit our vision so that we can, um, help another person with their vision and there's nothing wrong with that so don't take it as if you know you have children and stuff you had to give up your dreams that there was something wrong with that however you should always uh, strive for your dreams and um, just because you have hindrances in your way doesn't mean you should give up right so with that being said ladies and gentlemen uh, I want to talk about the inauguration when it took place, there's a few little things that I recorded when he was talking, and I'm kind of glad I did. So, as this podcast takes place today, we're going to be uh, pressing the play button on some playback of what Donald Trump, what President Donald Trump has said, uh, and to see if he's been living up to his speech during the inauguration, alright? So, what we're going to do right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break, and after these messages, we'll be right back. said a few things that kind of got people riled up and also kind of raised dog ears on a couple people, right? So, the first thing that I recorded him saying was this. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. Now, the time for empty talk is over. Now comes the time of, or the hour of action. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy has been making some moves, hasn't he? Uh, now, whether or not they're in our best interest, we will have to wait to see. 
but he does have a lot of people in place that know money. They come from money. They know money. So could Donald Trump be getting America checkbook pretty much balanced? Or is he lining his pockets? That's up for debate. A lot of people say that he's lining his pockets and a lot of people are trying to get him impeached and a lot of stuff talking about his businesses are in conflict with the American interest. And, uh, you know, he went ahead and went, he went ahead and uh, got that pipeline accessed. I don't know if it's completely legit or not, but he got that done. What is he doing today in the news? He was, um, today in the news, he was uh, pretty much getting rid of the regulations so that financial advisors can screw you over, you know? So... We don't know. We don't know if he's for the big guy, the little guy. We hope he's for the little guy. I mean, all the little guys voted for him. <laughs> but who knows? Who really knows? All right. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. What is this decree? What decree is going to be heard in every state, every city, in every hall? What decree is this? It's what what Trumpicity is this? <laughs> what is it Trumpicity? Trumpicity? What is it Trumpicity? What Trumpicity is this? That every state, every nation is going to hear. Does he really think he's a dictator? Does he think he has like that? In all be all control and power. This is kind of interesting for me actually because I've always had the assumption that the president of the United States is only the puppet, only the front man. And they can only do so much. But Donald Trump makes it seem like he's the puppet master. But I, like, I still, my assumptions still hold true. I still feel that there's somebody behind the screen or behind the smoke, like Wizard of Oz, pushing the buttons. You know, now Trump is already uh, robust and China's like, he's about like me, untactful, you know? So the people or the people behind the string pulling the strings can use him to say some crazy things. And it would just go with business as usual. But really, it's been orchestrated from behind the scenes. I know it's all hypothetical, it's all conspiracy, but I mean, who really knows? Who really knows? Do you know? If you know, let me know. Fill me in. Fill me in. Don't don't let me sit on here and talk. And I, because I first of all, I don't know nothing. I'm sharing opinions. And I'm sharing, you know, this these certain sound bits from Trump. But I don't know. I don't follow politics like that. I mean I, I mean, I follow it, but I don't participate in it like that. So, if you're one who participates in it, you you should know more than I do because you participate in it. So, if you are participating in it, let me know. How do you feel about the president? Do you feel like the president has, is the end-all, be-all? Or do you feel like there's someone behind the president or a group of individuals actually behind the president um, of the United States that 
really control everything. You're like, well, who could you be talking about? Give me a clue of what you're talking about. I mean, we could talk about the uh, the Council of 300. We could talk about the Bitterbergs. We could talk about the Skull and was it the Skull and Bones? I mean, all these different societies that are known of, but are unfiltered. They don't. They don't. They don't allow people to come in and know what's going on. It's a secret society, <laughs> right? So I don't know. I want, like I said, I want to know what you guys think about that. Show your thoughts in the comments down below. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. So, there's a new vision, America first. The first thing he did was what? Put that quote-unquote ban on people so they can't get in and can't get out. Now, I'm not for sure how you guys and ladies out there feel about that ban. But, you know, I'm opinionated and I don't have a problem sharing my opinions. So, my opinion is this when it comes to banning people coming into a country. How would you feel... If the country had a ban before the colonials came over here, before they were over in Europe getting burnt and killed by their own people, and so they had to leave to find America, how would you feel if that never was able to take place? If they were never able to get away from the killings taking place in their own land, before they found or before they ventured into America, how would you feel about that ban then? Would you feel it's justified? I mean, because if, if the if the argument is, well, these people are 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 terrorists and they're flowing, they're fleeing these terrorist countries, and we it's kind of hard to filter through these people, and we might allow some of the terrorists to come through. Now, if that's your argument. Could you also say that when the colonials came over here from fleeing the massacres, the massacres taking place over there, and they came over here and actually did some of the same atrocities that was going on over there? So could we say that some of those quote-unquote terrorists that was over there came through the great migration of colonial uh, being colonized, colonized? And because of that, Indians had to die, and Afrocentric people had to be put into slavery. Right? So, if if that if the ban wouldn't justify back then, why is it justified now? People are still trying to save their life and get away. Yeah, you're gonna have bad apples in the batch, but there was no ban then. And no one said anything about that then. I mean, they probably did, but, you know, my point is, a lot of people in 2017 agree with our history. Now, I haven't really said anything about this to my co-worker, uh, but I, I'm, I'm trying to let it die down, but because I'm always a dissenter. You know, if you don't like this country, you can go somewhere else. <laughs> I like where I'm at. I don't like the people who run it. You know, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm the one at work always 
complaining about where I'm at, right? I, I wanted to ask this person how he felt about the president saying, you think America's so great? You think America's so great? Now, he said we make America great again, but he also flipped that and said, hey, we're not different. We kill people too. You know, so I can respect him for his honesty in certain uh, certain parts and things that he talked about. That part, he was being honest. You know, he was being honest. We are. We're not, we're not, our hands are not clean. We just as guilty. We might not be in the same sense. We might have a little bit more dis, uh, discretion when it comes to how we go about killing people. But damn it, it's the truth. We kill people. It's the truth. Every country kills people protect their best interest maybe you know but people didn't like that people don't like to hear the truth people do not want to see their own dirty laundry it's sad it's fucking sad Trump and sad excuse my language Trump and sad you know but I don't know ladies and gentlemen I don't know I just want to know what y'all thought about that I don't know what section I'm at so we're going to push play on this one alright on immigration, on foreign affairs, will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We now, when he said every decision is going to be made to benefit American workers and American families, does he call the, the populace of America Americans? Or are we something different? When he's talking about Americans and, and making decisions for Americans? Or is he talking about his his uh, his cronies? Is he talking about the people he's in bed with? Oh, he call, is he calling them American? Because right now, a lot of these, a lot of the decisions have not really benefited the working class, maybe the top level, but I haven't really seen anything right now that's really major that he's done to shift the power to the people to us the people I haven't I haven't felt that power yet I don't know what have y'all felt that power if you feel like the power is coming in a form of banning people oh you can't come to my country I'm powerful <laughs> that's not power that's not power you know that's not power so what decision has he made so far? That is benefiting the American people uh, on foreign trade, he said, on, on, on goods and services, you know, all this stuff. Where's my goods and services? I want money. I want more money. Less hours, more pay. Harder work. That'll work for me. Harder work for more pay for less hours. I can do that. I don't mind working hard for a few few hours instead of working hard for a long a long time a whole eight hour shift think about it like this would you rather do a hour workout or a 15 minute power workout sure it might be intensive but look you got 45 minutes extra saved and actually you did more work in that 15 minutes than you would have done in an hour right anyway so, this is all about Trump. It's all about this mother Trumper. You know, that guy who has no respect for women. 
feels that he can touch them anywhere he wants to touch them. Feels he can make decisions for them. And knows what's best for their vagina, their their box, their their gate. I call women gatekeepers. I call women gatekeepers. I, I'm going to save that for later on at the end of the show. We got 15 minutes left. So I'm going to save that. But yeah, I call women the gatekeepers. And I'll tell you why later on in the show. Maybe not. Because it goes into a different genre of conversation. But I will give you a, a brief preview of why I call them that. And if that's something you would like to hear more about, you can leave a comment like, hey, you know, can you expand a little bit more on that? And I will. All right. But we got to keep it moving. All right. of other countries making our products stealing our companies and destroying our jobs now he wants to build this wall the Trump the great Trump wall of America right he wants to build this wall uh, and I was listening to something the other day I actually shared it on Facebook uh, about the about the the border the people on the border the Mexicans and stuff like that Basically, the Mexicans, yeah. Uh, and they was laughing at Trump, talking about how stupid this wall is, because the wall is not going to serve. Uh, it's gonna. It's not gonna um, really stop anything because it's like, okay, yeah, you might put this wall up, but what about the planes? <laughs> this guy damn near pissed on himself laughing about this and laughing at Trump because it's like this guy's an idiot. You know, he's wasting his time. He's just stuck in his ego. You know, because no matter what you do, people are going to find ways to do whatever it is they're trying to do. If you find a way to try to stop them, what do you? why do you think you have so much intellectual prowess that you can stop them from even thinking about ways to get over that wall? You know, so, yeah. Is that a lot of wasted resources? A lot of wasted time? Is that a broken promise? How long would that wall actually take? And why are we trying to divide so damn much? We're connected to Russia and Russia. We're connected to uh, Mexico and we're connected to Canada. Now, Mexico is not as good as Canada, but damn, Canada, at least they take care of their people to a certain, as far as their health care. And, and they're working. At least they're not working their asses to death up there. I don't know other things that goes on in Canada, but I do know that at least they are invested in their citizens. Alright, they're invested in their citizens You're like, well, they got other stuff, blah, blah, blah You know, yeah, that might be true But yeah, I'm a culture critic And so I criticize the culture that I'm in No matter if I'm in this culture or another culture But I know if I lived in another country, I'd probably be getting killed Because other countries don't allow you to really critique your governments like this But uh, I'm a culture critic And so because of that, you know, I have to ask these questions I have to ask these daggone questions Where are we going to go? Well, now, I ain't gonna say where we're gonna go. I'll leave it alone, but we have to criticize. We have to be critical about our country. We have to be critical about the history. We have to be critical about our leaders. You know? We have to. Or we're gonna repeat history. I don't wanna repeat history. I hope you don't wanna repeat history either, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you don't wanna repeat it either. Let's see what else he had to say. A small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost. 
Hey, that's a no-brainer right there, huh? That's a no-brainer. We have been burning the cross for too long. We always have. You know, it's a, it's a saying that goes, uh, ask not what you can, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that is almost, I mean, it's a good saying. It sounds good. It's a good motivator. It's a good motivation speech. But to tell the truth, it's brainwashing. It's fucking brainwashing. Ask not what your country can do for you or what you can do for your country. Well, first of all, your country can't do shit for you. It's just a, it's just a, it's just a, um, a landmark. Second of all, you already doing everything for the country. The country does not produce money. You produce money and then you pay that country that money to uphold itself. So you, we already doing a lot for the country. So, you know, right about now is we have been doing this for a long time. We have not been asking what the country can do for us. Well, we actually have. We've been crying about that for a while now. Like, damn it, what the country can do for us? And they keep telling us, us, has not what the country can do for you, but what you can do for the country. Okay, but every four to eight years, you know, we do for the country. And, you know, we would like to see a mutual agreement here, a mutual feeling with the country and us. You know, does the country feel the same way we feel about the country? You know? (laughs) And so I say no. I say ask what your country can do for you. Because it's about time. The country has been catering to other entities for a long time now. Yeah, okay. Ask not what our country can do for us. But what is our country doing for other entities? It's doing quite a bit. So if it can do that much for other people or other entities, it should be able to do something for us, right? And we should have the right to ask what our country can do for us since it's doing so much for other people and other people who come to the country. So, you know, I'm going to ask, damn it, country, what the hell can you do for me? Because I'm trying to do stuff for you. What am I trying to do for the country? I'm trying to purge it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull all those weeds out of it. What about you? What about you? All righty, all righty. We will no longer accept politicians who are all talk and no action, constantly complaining, but never doing anything about it. Hmm. Constantly complaining and never doing anything about it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, do you? I don't know how how I can say this, but I think the politicians complain and never do anything about it because they um, they're kind of on the same team. You know, it's con- it's called control opposition, and it's almost like like well, how the Super Bowl just. Just passed, right? It's almost like the Super Bowl. Doing the Super Bowl. Hold on a second. My bad about that. So it's almost like since Super Bowl just passed, it's almost like Super Bowl. Who did you who did you go for? Did you go for the Patriots? Like, ah, I'm down Patriots. Who stole Tom Brady's jersey? Who the I don't know. Somebody got somebody got a lot of either did he somebody steal it? I haven't looked into the story. What's going on with Tom Brady's jersey? I heard that it was missing. So you know what's going on with that. I could look into it myself, but you know, to get some engagement on the podcast, you know, share your your comments down below on, on your speculations on uh, Tom Brady's jersey, and if you think someone's going to get away with that if they stole it, and how much do you think they can get with it on the black market? How do you even contact the black market? <laughs> These are questions I don't know. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, so yeah, Super Bowl. So. Thinking about that, the Falcons or the Patriots? Who would you cheer? Who would you go for? Now, 
Think about that. Here's my next question. Did you think the Falcons was going to win? I mean, I thought they was going to win. How the hell did they come back and score 25 unanswered points? And how the hell did they allow them to get both uh, two-point conversions? What the fuck, man? I mean, what the Trump? Excuse my language again. Like, that's crazy, right? And I know a lot of people was out there mad. Was you mad? Or was you happy that the Patriots won? Here's my next question. Why were you mad? You wasn't mad. Okay, then. Why was you happy? Because your team won. Eh, it's not your team. Win or lose, it's not your team. You're not getting a paycheck in the mail, right? Now, that's how politics work. Win or lose, you're not getting a paycheck in the mail, but there you are. Look at it like this. When it comes to football, what? You can cheer for the Patriots. You can cheer for the Falcons. It won't matter. You can get mad and fight people. Your team win or lose. But the NFL, those letters NFL, National Football League, they don't give a damn who wins or lose. Because they're making money regardless. Either way, win or lose, they're making money. So that's how politics work. You can pick your team, the Patriots or the Falcons, left or right. But at the end of the day, the government's still going to win. Because the government is, is, is really looking out for its best interests. It's kind of propped itself in a chair of boss. And now it wants to protect, it wants to protect that status of boss. So they don't give a damn. They're going to give you a team left or right. You know, opposition. They give you an audible with a libertarian candidate or something. They give you an audible. But at the end of the day, it's still government. They're going to still watch out for their best interests. They're going to still make sure that they have power. You know, so there's just my thoughts on it, ladies and gentlemen. So, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for um, you don't even know we took a break, but we did. Something came up, so I'm gonna take this um, in this podcast actually. And I know you probably can hear it in my voice, but yeah, something came up um, personal, and um, so I just act, act. I can't even get it out, ladies and gentlemen, but. Listen, life is short, and sometimes we get caught in emotions, and we kind of get mad at people, and we will stop talking to them. Or sometimes we just don't make enough time in the day to reach out to people who mean something to us. I just want to say that make sure if you have someone in your life that means something to you first thing in the morning or yeah try to make it the first thing in the morning because you never know you never know so if you can't make it in the morning make it at night time but every day try to make it a habit of speaking to the people who you love the most all right so i'll leave it at that ladies and gentlemen don't forget this is jeffrey the spark always stimulating thought igniting the spark and helping create better ways ladies and gentlemen i apologize about the drop of energy at the end of the show but if you know me personally you know what's going on so stay tuned for the next show and i'll talk to you later